second time is a charm, guys. It is. It is. Hey. So no one is yelling. Nobody. No one. We're just, we are moving right along here as if this is the first time we've recorded this. Yes. So we are here. First episode. <laughs> Yay. Um, very exciting stuff. You guys have been awesome. So um, awesome. We have been stringing you guys along like a toxic relationship and you guys have been faithful <laughs> and stuck with us. And now we are actually producing the content that we promised. Absolutely. It's amazing. I'm so Yay. excited. So, well, for those of you who haven't guessed already, I'm Cadence. And I'm Alexa. And this is Something Sinister. I'm so excited. <laughs> we are so excited. Yes. So let's just, I've got my notes here. We're just yeah. going to hop to bullet point number one. Yeah. And that's our quick intro and our something spiked. So do you want to start? Sure. So my something spiked is a bottle of 19 crimes, the banished. Yeah. Um, it is a dark red. So I figured, why not go dark tonight? Yeah, right? I mean, heck yeah. I I bought this bottle at World Market strictly for the label. Ooh. It was probably a little bright. Yeah, that's oh, anyways, cool. It's a theater of people with um, a bunch of 3D glass on, but it's called Cult. Ooh. So. I wonder um, if we can find a wine called Sinister. Maybe. PR guy, get on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought the same thing. I was like, it just feels like wine night. It you does. Do wine on the first episode. Why not? So I purposefully did not bring this up before the podcast because one, I wanted to put you on the spot, and two, okay. I wanted for us to have something to talk about. Perfect. So each of these episodes are going to be a little drinking game and we didn't really talk about how we were going to do that. No, so I had an idea. I feel like it can go one of two ways. Okay. Since I'm telling the story, I can set the drinking word. Perfect. Or you could set the drinking word, not knowing the things I'm going to say. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? So we could try saying. that either way, but why don't I can set the drinking word? I mean, let's, okay. let's keep it interesting. Let's do it. So let's do the word. Should we do it like murder theme? Let's sure. do strangle. Well, and we should say this. Yeah, you know who I'm doing. I do. So you'll like have an idea. Yeah. If okay. you want to do it based on that killer or if you want to make it true crime. It really kind of depends on how much you want to drink. <laughs> <laughs> what about, um, yeah, what about like strangle? The word strangle. strangle. Okay, or variations. Like yeah, strangled. or variation. Yeah. Strangling. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm definitely going to have to throw that word in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Perfect. So, um, yeah, we're 20 seconds in. This is going 
great. It is. So any new news? No new news for me. Not today. Not today. Not that I can think of. What about for you? Actually, I take that back. How do we tell on here how long we've been going already? Just so I can keep track of the time. Okay. In the top right corner, it says four minutes and 41 seconds. I had it on my different screen. Okay. Perfect. Uh, News. No new news. Um, We should say that we've had people buy our merch already. Yes. And we've had a few Patreon subscribers. We have. So exciting considering we have zero content out for you guys. Right. Um, We are about blind faith. Yeah. We are so excited about it. I mean, you all are the true supporters of the Sinister Sisters. It's amazing. Yes. So pumped. Oh, I know what we can talk about. Our disaster of an outing. It really wasn't a disaster, but it was kind of funny. It kind of was. (laughs) We were going to go to a couple of Halloween-themed bars and sort of record our experience and some exclusive content. Oh, my God. (laughs) It was kind of a fail. So the first one we went to was this pop-up in North Kansas City. I won't say the name. Right. And (laughs) yeah, we, let's just say we walked in and it was like, we were walking into an abandoned Quiznos (laughs) and (laughs) they had somehow put up Halloween decorations like scrambled and built a tiny little bar, not bigger than my desk. Yeah. And, uh, the drinks were shit. To say the least. And we had some sort of tequila mixed drink. Yeah. And it was pure gasoline. Like it wasn't, there's no way that was even tequila. No, it was weird. And you want to know it's weird. Like pop up bars, normally they do a good job. Normally they make sure that the drinks are good before they sell them on the menu. Not this one. Yeah, we were using. I mean, and I get the atmosphere being dark, but we were using like those little tea light candles or whatever they're called, the battery ones, and yeah. like shining them at the menu just so we could read. Because <laughs> you couldn't see anything in there. Literally nothing. 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 Then the vocalist, despite Nick saying he was great for his efforts and his bravery, was picking Broadway scary songs to sing, which as much as I love that, I'm like, okay, maybe like one will work, but like, maybe like that, let's not keep yeah, going with that. Right. Right. <laughs> let's not. Anyway. So that one sucked, but the second bar that we went to was yes. so cute. The drinks were amazing. Yes. Such a cute little place. It was called something, something wicked. wicked. I will say the name of that place because it was great. I had this like bubbler boiler, uh, witches brew cider. Yeah, yeah. witches brew. Oh my gosh, yeah. so cute. That place was perfect. So it was. We made up. We just did not have enough going on <laughs> for it to be like, hey, we should just film because we would just be trashing that bar. Right, that would have been the whole video. Pretty much. Pretty much. So. That's really all that's been going on with us. Pretty much. I'm going to test something out here now that I've 
figuring, figuring out, out your volume. volume. <sighs> yeah. Ooh. So much better. Yeah. Okay. Um, the next thing being, uh, so content like that, as an example, yeah. when we get better at it is going to be what we'll be featuring on our Patreon. Right. I also thought about putting together a compilation video of mm -hmm. like our test runs and cause we've had some great moments. <laughs> so I think like a little behind the scenes would be yes. a really fun video to do. Yes. Um, bloopers, bloopers. So oh my God. that's, that'll be coming out very soon. I promise Patreon people you paid us for a reason. We're going to make it super cool. <laughs> so <laughs> So excited. Oh, yes. another thing to talk about, my nails. <gasps> yes. They're so cute. Kind of hard so, to see, but... It's like the yeah. one time you want the camera to focus. Yeah, so cute. My nail Love lady, it. Rena, killed it. Killed it, killed it. She probably hated me. I was there for like an hour and 45 minutes, and normally I'm there for an hour. So she was late on her next appointment, and that girl was probably pissed. But you know what? This sinister sister got to have her nails done. So, yeah, so too bad. Mine <laughs> are all natural. As you can see, I did them myself. Um, they are breaking off and disgusting. Yep. So stay yep. tuned for that. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. Well, any, any other thing before I, my yeah. heart is racing. I'm going to be completely honest. Really? Take another yeah. drink. Take another drink. Okay. Strangler. Okay. Let me get my notes up here. There's this little disclaimer that we are going to do. Yeah. So. For legal purposes, our videos and our podcast are strictly for entertainment purposes. All of the information discussed was found on the internet. Keep in mind, we are going to talk about all things sinister, and that may not be suitable for all audiences. So viewer discretion is advised. Advised. Okay, so I've kind of gone back and forth on how exactly like what order I'm going to tell this story. Yep. Oh my gosh. Okay. I got to wait for my, my thing did not. What? <laughs> Slight malfunction. If I go away for a second, never mind me. <laughs> my notes didn't copy to, oh, to your phone sync status. Yeah. What the heck? How do I get it to do that? Um, just maybe like refresh your OneNote. Okay. Technology is not my friend. I got you, girl. Okay. Thank God. Yep. There you go. Wow. What would I do without you? I don't know. Not have okay. a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have updated notes. So. Um, so today I am doing James. I've already messed this up. Joseph James D'Angelo, better known as the Golden State Killer, a.k.a. East Area Rapist, a.k.a. Yes. several other names that we will get into today. Yes. Wow, there's a lot to unpack. So let's first start with the Zodiac um, correlations. I thought this was interesting. 
because I really only know about my sign. I've, yeah. You know, so we're focusing on Scorpios these first several episodes, since that should be about the time frame that these are being released. He was born in 1945. He okay. is still, in fact, alive. Yeah. Which we'll get into. So Scorpios are thought to be profound thinkers, secretive, passionate, and a step ahead of the public, which that is worth remembering. Yes. Scorpions in themselves are deadly. They are. Yes. Um, So it's said that danger surrounds a Scorpio. They are thrill seekers. They are compulsive. Mm-hmm. And um, they place, and this kind of goes on with their good qualities, but you yeah. can see how this works against him. But strengths are passion. They are resourceful. They are brave. And they put a great importance on their personal relationships. Like they crave connection. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And, right. You know, I would definitely agree with all of that. So my mom and my sister are both Scorpios. Oh, and (laughs) so they are crazy. And basically what everything that you said explains them to a T to a T. Perfect. So I'm so excited to hear more. Okay. Well, um, I don't know a whole lot about this, but your like life path number, I think Mm -hmm. it's based on the number of the months that you were yeah. Born. I yeah. mean, that lines up with his. So his number is 11. Right. Um, so he was born with intuition, idealism, and invention. And it said from this website, actually, the Times of India is where I got this. And it was oh. a great website. Um, you have the potential to be a source of inspiration and illumination for people. So I was Ooh. like, well, I mean, maybe not inspiration in a good way, but. But definitely. certainly inspired, I don't know, entertainment, like podcasts. So could have, uh, inspired other serial killers. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm going to give a quick overview because there's so much to unpack here. So he's obviously one of America's most notorious serial killers and rapists. So his count as of right now, he has killed at least 13 people. Okay. Raped at least 50 people. Oh my God. He has 106 victims, which I'm guessing he did let some people live or like people escaped him before he could do anything. So I don't know if that goes in with the 50, but 106 victims, they didn't specify. Um, wow. And he burglarized over 120 times. Oh my God. Like I, yeah, not even going to try and reason with that. That is a ton. Yeah. And this was all done. This was all done between about a decade, about 1975 to 86. So if you think about that, that is over 10 people per year. Yeah. 10 people per year. Oh yeah. Sometimes real. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. And so basically, um, we can just get into how this started. Another thing, side note, we're going to focus on in this podcast is childhood. Um, and again, I don't want this to come off as a pity thing whatsoever, but this guy's 
childhood is just the worst of what basically anyone could ever experience. Okay. So he was born in Bath, New York, and I've never heard of that. What a strange place. So I had to Google it and it's like a dairy city. Like, okay. Their highest population is like, was 12,000 people. And that was in the year 2000. So wow. pretty small town. Yeah. Um, their median household income there was anywhere from 30 to 40 K. Okay. So, so pretty impoverished. Right. And he was born to Kathleen DeGroat and Joseph James D'Angelo. Same as the same named after his father. So he's junior, junior. Yes. Okay. And his dad was a sergeant in the U.S. Army. Okay. It's important to note because they obviously traveled a lot. They actually spent some time in Germany. And because the dad was away so often, the mom at one point was having an affair with a welder um, who also had wife and kids. So they had some, (laughs) you know, great family relations there. Yeah. No Um, kidding. Blended family. Exactly. Um, I don't think Mr. Sergeant approved, but he wasn't the greatest guy either. So they were both very abusive parents, physically, verbally. Um, Obviously, nothing has been proved as far as sexual abuse by the parents. However, um, other family members have witnessed his one of his younger sisters, meaning Golden State Killer's younger sisters, Mm -hmm being raped within like the army bases. Oh um, my god. Like actually witnessing it. Wow. And I unfortunately think it was just part of the times where it's like we don't talk about this. Right. We brush this under the rug. So you sad. probably did something wrong. Yeah. So the uh sister he had two younger sisters and one younger brother. They all endured abuse, but they all said later in life that um <clears throat> that Joseph James had the worst of it all. That's sad. He was seen as like the protector. He basically raised the kids. Wow. And so any punishment that was dealt, um, he got the worst of all of that. Yeah. So now that we know who the Golden State Killer is, they've gone back and analyzed and think that, which again, we'll get into it, but a lot of his... uh, motives came from sexual perversions from a young age so basically seeing that as a kid your mind automatically thinks that this is just how you treat women this is how you treat children and so it's normal this should be looked at as a sexual fantasy not something terrible and awful unreal unreal absolutely terrible um so Lots of yelling and screaming. That's just important to know because he later became much like that too. Yeah. So here's where it gets kind of interesting where he, when I was reading it, I'm like, man, he had an opportunity here. So he had a childhood friend named Judy. Okay. And Judy, I think the friendship had to have started before high school because throughout high school, Basically, Judy's family adopted him. They okay. had already nine kids. Wow. So, yeah. And so did like, they like What's another one? <laughs> right. And did they live in Bath, New York? Yes. So they, so they all lived went to there school too. together. Okay. Yep. And he even called her parents mom and dad or mom and pop. 
Wow. He, they had his picture in their house next to their other kids. And if you Google it, you can find pictures of them all together as a family. Wow. Um, they got so close that uh, Joe, as we'll call him, mm-hmm. Joseph, he proposed to one of Judy's friends mm-hmm. and she rejected him hard. <laughs> and um, <laughs> they later say that like as a sibling, even that Joe never talked about himself, okay. never talked about his feelings. That even though he was kind of seen as a, like a, a recluse um, and kind of a weirdo, yeah, that they never s- suspected like what he became. Okay, wow. So very, very. That's crazy. very, very interesting. I mean, especially like the closest people to him never suspected that he could be a serial killer <laughs> and do these things. Oh yeah, like, and especially how crazy! Like it sounds like he was a thoughtful older brother and he was like the greatest older brother you know and awesome to the other family and judy and and then all of a sudden like hate women exactly (laughs) what in the world i i mean this in a like a culture from a cultural standpoint but he did do things that we now recognize as wrong so one of those is like hurting animals yeah um, he did do things like that as a kid. It's not like he was absolutely perfect. Um, but back then, I mean, no one saw that as anything wrong. Yeah. So no one saw this coming. Wow. Um, in fact, because of his really, one of Judy's brothers, her biological brothers, dropped out of school to go into the army, military, whatever. So he was like, oh, I'll do the same thing. So he ended up getting his GED. Mm-hmm. Um, which was weird because it still said he went to high school for four years. So I'm like, why wouldn't you just finish it off? Yeah. Finish. Yeah. Um, he was on the junior varsity baseball team, just okay. kind of seemed again, like he had a chance. He kind of escaped his family, but didn't fully escape. Okay. So, um, blah, 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 tortured animals. Um, he did steal a couple times, but again, I feel like if you don't know the extent of what's coming, you would just be like, oh, he's just a rebel kid. And yeah, it's a phase, right? No, wrong. <laughs> wrong. So <laughs> 1964, he joined the Navy. So this is the same year he's fresh out of high school. Right. Um, he served 22 months in the Vietnam war, basically as a mechanic. Okay. So that was his thing. Um, when he got back, he went to college and I think I, he wanted to become a police officer long story short. Right. So wanted to become a police officer. And in the middle of this, he met this woman named Bonnie. And when I was first reading about it, there wasn't a whole lot about Bonnie. It said that she, after he proposed that she said, no, he, she saw his violent side and said, no, I I read this like full interview from her and it's actually insane. So she was, uh, Miss Prim and Proper. She was a virgin. Wow. She came from a great family. They mm-hmm. immediately didn't like him. They saw something in him. They kind of started seeing the control, uh, the manipulation, sort of his rough aspect. Okay. But, um, oh, shoot. Where was the rest of my notes? Okay, perfect. So Bonnie Caldwell was her name. She kind of got, she saw just kind of him progressing but again in 
kind of smaller ways. So she came from a family of teachers okay. and one of her final I'm over this was because she was helping him pass all of his courses in college. So okay. that he wouldn't completely flunk out. Right. And he asked for her to cheat on something major. Didn't, didn't write that one down, <laughs> but because she came from a family of teachers, she was like, this That's is wrong. wrong. Yep. I'm not doing this. Yep. And he, I guess this could be part of it too. He was studying, um, like police science. Okay. So it's kind of like, you know, if you want to be a police officer, you should probably know what you're doing, what you're doing Yeah. Um, because he ended up getting his bachelor's in criminal justice. Okay. So he, how and, ironic. And, Oh, it plays a huge part in this guy. It's insane. God. It makes me literally not want to trust anyone in the world. Um, okay, sorry. I just got your message. It's It meant to go to Tony. Oh. Yeah, don't worry about it. I was it. like, what? Okay. Mm -mm. okay, perfect. So Bonnie was like, you know what? I can deal with the manipulation and the control, but cheating on a test, I'm out. Last You're strike. You're a loser. Yep. Last strike. So she was either went to her parents' house or she was still living with them. Mm -hmm. But she got a on her window, oh. which red flag number one. <laughs> when she opened her little lace curtain, he was standing there with a gun pointed at her. <gasps> and he goes, come on. We're going to Reno. We're getting married or I'll kill you. So... Thank God she just bolted it oh to my her God. parents' bedroom. And anyways, completely broke it off. She The only time she saw him after that was years down the road when she was already in another relationship. She was pregnant, saw him in a shopping mall or something along those lines and like hid from him. Right. But right then and there was their first opportunity for him to get reported for like extreme violence. But... Nobody Bonnie did said, anything. Oh. She said her dad never spoke to her about it. He just said he, he's taken care of. He's gone. He's never coming back. And she suspects it's because, because her parents were teachers. They knew that if they reported something like this, yeah. he would never have a chance again at what he wanted to do. Wow. Wow. I mean. Which I'm like. He shouldn't Shut. have. <laughs> no, he shouldn't have. I mean, at the end of the day, like, he should have been done. Like, he should have been arrested. That's attempting to kidnap her. Okay. Yep. Wow. Yes. Wow. So, he did graduate with okay. honors. Wow. So, there's that. Um, he was arrested. So, he served various places on the police force. Mm -hmm. um, he was arrested for shoplifting. He stole a hammer and dog repellent. What? Which I didn't do my research, but I have personally never heard of <laughs> dog repellent. <laughs> yeah, what is dog repellent? I guess, I'm guessing it's something that you would spray or maybe like a loud noise to ward ward off a dog yeah but why i don't know like is he terrified of dogs that's a red well, flag in itself <laughs> exactly dogs want to attack you you're a bad guy you are so um oh and this is one thing she was said in the interview speaking of dogs this could maybe have something to do with it that maybe his 
um, risk seeking side mm -hmm. um, was getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And while, you know, she liked to hunt and do these kinds of things that again, small town, she was like, he gets a weird pleasure out of some of our hunting trips. I think at one point I could be totally wrong on this, but I think they shot and killed a dove and he like stuck it in his pocket to like take. Oh my God. Yeah. So, you know, casual. Yeah. Casual. Everyone <laughs> does not Don't you do that? So she said something they did a lot of times was they'd go riding on a motorcycle and just, you know, through the streets. And yeah. one day he veered off the road thinking, and she's like, we're dead. We've, we're probably dead right now. Right. Um, but there was like a secret trail that he had obviously taken. And it was like, again, an off-road trail that people just kind of hidden except for the thrill seekers. Right. And occasionally when they'd go down this trail, there would be like a German shepherd that would chase them, mm -hmm. but they knew it was there. They had done this. They had been down this trail before. And one day he got sick of it. And while on the motorcycle, he kicked at the dog, snapped its neck and instantly killed it. Okay. Yeah, tri trigger warning. Yeah. <laughs> trigger. That, yeah. <laughs> that is where like, I would have drawn the line. Yeah, no, it was cheating on cheating in school. Unreal. Okay, well, sorry, Bonnie, but something was not right. Like, right. not right up there. If you exactly like that is where I draw the line. And wow, the only thing I can think is maybe it was chalked up to an accident. I mean, that's yeah. pretty insane that you can kick a German Shepherd and instantly break its neck mm. and kill it. But it, I mean. I don't think you could, you couldn't personally, you could not feed me an excuse as to why you would do something like that in the first place. No. And she said that they had, they knew this was going to happen. They yeah. They had done this before. Wow. So there's okay. that. Okay. Yes. Um, so he proposed, she rejected him and mm -hmm. she sort of became, um, the woman who rejected him. Okay. Um, she's referenced later on, but there's starting to be this pattern of women saying no. Okay. Okay. So um, one woman did say yes in 1973. Her name was Sharon Marie Huddle. They actually purchased a home together, um, the home that he would eventually be arrested in. Mm -hmm. It was their lifelong home. Mm -hmm. She was an attorney. They had three kids together, but basically from the time of their marriage, yeah. there were problems. They slept in separate bedrooms and they actually, um, and it kind of came down to, he was manipulative. He was controlling, right? He had these major outbursts over small things where neighbors, they'd call him, what did they call him? Like crazy crazy Joe or something or loud Joe or something. Yeah. Um, he would just start screaming mm -hmm. over just random things, always causing a scene. Okay. Uh, so they actually separated in 91. They did not divorce. Okay. They just separated. So wow. it's kind of like problematic. Yeah. Um, from the beginning, from the very beginning. However, to this day, wifey has okay so since his arrest in 
all of the proof that he is mm-hmm. 1000% yeah. the Golden State Killer and all these right. other linked serial killers. She she gave a statement to the victims, an apology, but she they were not officially divorced until 2018, so when he was arrested. Yeah. And the other, and she said, and I will not be doing any interviews. I won't be talking about this case ever. Okay. So his kids have said that, so literally every single person in the family, every single person that knew him is shocked because obviously your first reaction wants to be, well, the wife had to have known this went on for decades, but everyone cousins i mean everyone is like he had a horrible childhood but other than that he was a great guy unreal so wife was like so his wife was shocked like she would have never thought that wow Wow. so let's get into this yes i want to know more So what I'll do is I'm going to go through these crimes and I'm going to try and flip back between like his personality and MO because it changes. Okay. So let's see here. So 73 to 76 was his first round of killings. And keep in mind, that is exactly when he got married to this lady. Okay. They didn't have kids for a while, if, if I'm remembering correctly so they're just a single married couple Mm -hmm. um and this is when he is known as the Vesalia ransacker so there was a series of burglaries there was nothing that was super traumatic happening but there was a lot of it so in the spring and summer of 73 there were two accounts fast forward to september there were four January, there's two. March, there's one. And so on. Now, May of 74, he hits 15 burglaries in one month. So, wow. Kind of starting to see an escalation. And this is where I flip back to the personality. So, um, his burglaries were never of value. Occasionally, if there was a weapon left out or Uh some cash, he would take it. Okay. Otherwise, um, his first robbery, he stole $50 in coins from a piggy bank. So, okay. He's robbing these these homes, right? Mm -hmm. Taking nothing in value. Right. Do they know why? Like, why was he robbing these homes? So, they don't. um, Except, you know, I think the more it progressed, the more they were like, okay, this, this is where people started thinking he's not getting caught. Right. He knows how to burglarize a home. Right. He's not doing it with the intention to kill yet. It's got to be someone in the police force. So he's, he knows how to get away with this. So he's trying, it, it sounds like to me, he was just trying to see what he could and couldn't get away with. Right. So Kinda he like wanted to start. Yeah. So he started small. He's like, well, I'm going to see what I can do and what I can get away with. Yes. Okay. So something else I did not look up. I don't know what this is. So please tell me. But he would still blue chip stamps. I don't know what that is. Okay. Time out. We are going to Google really quick because this also comes up later. Blue chip stamps. 
stamps? I'm guessing it's a like a specialty stamp. Hmm. Um, yeah, that's exactly what it is. So it was like a stamp booklet. Okay. So Why? Still those? Great question. Um, and then little things like he would steal one earring or one cufflink. Um, then he would make the house look like it was vandalized. So he would throw things around and, you know, uh, someone said he specifically like would pour wine on the ground or put shaving cream on a couch. How dare you waste the wine? Red flag number two. Of all things. (laughs) Number one, the dog. Number two, the wine. (laughs) Cut him out. I'm done. (laughs) I'm done. The two things you don't touch. Is the wine and the dogs. God. (laughs) So, um... I think this is where things kind of escalated is he would go through women's undergarments and he would particularly stage them. So they said he would like lay panties on the pillows perfectly or like stack up bras neatly or. Hmm. So anyways. Weird. Yeah. Very, very, very strange. So can you imagine like coming home? And your house is vandalized. You've clearly been robbed. And you go in your bedroom and you see your panties and underwear on your bed. Like, perfectly placed. I would be terrified. Like, for the rest of my life. Little games. Yeah. like It's like taunting. Yeah. That is terrifying. And then... And then... Not finding out who it is. So you said this was in the 70s, right? Right. He didn't get caught till 2018. Can you imagine right. those poor women? They're like, who did this? Why? Oh, this gets, it gets super fucking scary. So just wow. wait. You mm. just wait. So then September of 74. So we've already gone through almost two years of these burglaries. Okay. Nothing being super violent. I think Mm -hmm. a few people might have like spotted him, but nothing to like clearly identify. Okay. Um, But this is where he started getting more of like an anger and obsession. So family members do recall him talking about these instances, Mm -hmm. like these, these news reports around the time that they happened and Mm -hmm. almost being like obsessed with it. So that I know is a common trait of serial killers is they're very narcissistic. So he clearly wanted to talk about it. And going back to what we said about Scorpios having an obsession. Yes. So I know that firsthand with my mom and my sister. (laughs) We're watching you. We are. (laughs) So this is where things get, in my opinion, I mean, obviously other than sexual assault and murder, this is where it takes like a sinister twist is because year and a half into these is when he starts peeping or prowling as they called it which i had to google what like the legal term of prowling is and it's exactly that just like staking out of people's houses right so this told everyone okay he's gonna progress so people would report like footprints in the ground by their children's bedrooms or they would see him Wow. Like he would get caught. They would see him in a window. 
Like, I can't. No. I can't. I would need so much therapy. Oh, my so, God. Okay. Um, back to the personality of things. So the way he would get away, he was very smart when mm-hmm. it comes to this. So instead of just high chucking it out of there, he would hop fences like multiple yards on purpose. He would only, he would take like ditches instead okay. of a sidewalk. He would do parks. He would do schools, obviously lots of footprints. Yeah. So very smart. Um, this is what scares me. So he would stalk his victims for months before oh doing God. anything to them or to their house. So that's kind of part of the peeping aspect of things. Right. At this time, he is targeting single mothers or um, mothers with children, um, or he would learn the schedule right. to, so to learn when the husband's going to be gone. Always single story houses as well. So the most vulnerable. Absolutely most vulnerable. So wow, this, this is what gets me. He would actually go to the homes to basically set the scene up before he would go and burglarize or like trespass into the home. So he would somehow get into the home without them knowing he would unlock windows himself. He would unlock a back door. He would set out what they call ligatures. I learned a new word, which are things used to strangle people. I did have something in there. Drink. I was going to say, I thought he like strangled people. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so he would basically set, set everything up for his success, which is another reason why I think it took so long for him Mm. to get caught. Unreal. Um, okay. He, um, he would take off screens, like literally yeah. anything you would need to do to quietly break into a house. He got that right. fully set up. He, oh my God, he would call these people just like randomly throughout these days, weeks that he was getting this all planned out to learn their schedule. That's how he learned. By calling them. By calling and talking to them, seeing who's home, seeing what he you can know, learn. It sounds like Scream. The scary movie, Scream, remember, like, the phone would ring, and they would say, hello, and he'd be like, are you alone? They'd be like, who is this? Your worst nightmare. They'd be like, but who is this? It sounds like something like that, like the movie Scream, but what's crazy is Scream was in the 90s and early 2000s. So it's like they wrote that movie off of him, kind of in a way, but they didn't know who he was. They didn't know he was a damn police officer. Right. Also, I've never seen Scream, but I will take your word for it. (laughs) All right. We're not going to talk about scary movies. We're not going to do it. Not today. We'll we'll save that for next time. But you do need to watch it. You could handle it. You could, I promise. It's not okay. like, it's not like hauntings or any paranormal stuff. It's a guy in a mask. 
So if you can yeah. watch Halloween, if you can watch Freddy Krueger, you're fine. You're okay. watching it. I will make a note. So, um, yeah. So he uh, did all this stuff. Oh, while he was in the house, and this kind of escalates to just this one single act. So let's say he's inside unlocking windows, unlocking doors, setting up his murder traps, things like that. He would take dishes or like breakable items and put them at the entry points. So if anyone did come home, he could hear he it. would hear that. Yes. Oh my God, how smart. Like his own little, he is so freaking smart. And so people, again, a lot of people, like this is the closest they got to finding him is they were like, he's got to be a police officer. He's got to be somebody military. Who knows how to properly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Someone who knows how to properly break into a house. Right. Um, so let's see. His numbers also go up. So like, um, he attacks every single month. So I'm just reading off the bigger numbers, but like October, uh, there were seven November. There was 22. Oh my God. Um, on that day in November, he did 12 in one day. So whenever he's attacking these women, he's like raping them and trying Most to kill the them, time. like just attacking yeah. them. Like at this point or in time. Yeah. Or, or peeping. Like yeah. 12 in yeah. one day. Aren't you 12. exhausted? Right. <laughs> like, like, did you eat? Did you have yeah. to take a shit? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> right. Did you shower in between? <laughs> like, what was yeah. going on? Also, get this. In this news thing I was watching, <laughs> real real investigative journalism here, this news source hmm. said that each time, I think I heard my dog. I'm going to get freaked out telling these stories. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. The, the footprints never matched up, ever. So each one of these, or at least majority, yeah. he was changing shoes or changing his weapons. Like, he didn't take the same thing to strangle someone each time. So that made them question, well, then how in the world? You said oh. strangle. <laughs> Bottoms up. So it made people wonder, like, you know, well, what's he doing with that stuff? Is he burning it somewhere? Is he dumping? Like, that's a lot of freaking shoes. Are there no receipts yeah. of this? Is the wife covering it up? Yeah. Lots of questions. Money wow. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's expensive. Like buying all those shoes and all those yeah. weapons. Like, I don't like, know. Let's I, be practical here. <laughs> like, I can't even afford that today. Like, can you imagine each house you go to, you buy a different pair of shoes? Is he shopping on Wish.com or what? Right. Is he getting a discount from China? Jesus. I mean, is he, is he buying he's... in bulk? <laughs> <laughs> he went to Costco. He did. He went to Costco. That's it. That's it. Oh, my God. Okay. So, uh, the multiple. And, and at this point, um, we're not really fully into the rape yet, just to be clear. We're okay. like, he's in the house with these women, like, spying but when oh. they see him, he's like leaving. Like he's running away. Or he's like tying them up and leaving them. Okay. We're not on full on rape just yet. Gotcha. So he hasn't graduated to that. It's still but baby steps. Quick, well, quickly progressing. So now we're in 
um, August of 75. So this is two, almost two years after he started with the burglaries. Okay. Um, this is where he really becomes sexually motivated. Okay. So um, this is also his first death. So oh. he went to this house. Um, the Claude, Claude Snelling is the guy's name. So the Snelling household. This guy was a professor in journalism. He taught at a college. Um, also, I got that totally wrong. It says, I wrote down here that that was his 13th murder, but I don't think that's right. Maybe it is. Hmm. Anyways, okay, ignore that fact. Not <laughs> sure on that one. So he, in February of 75, so backing up to the beginning of 75. Right. He saw he was coming home and saw a guy peeping into his daughter's window, his teenage daughter's window. How terrifying. So he pursued the guy. Right. He attacked him and right. the guy ran off. He had a ski mask on, didn't see anything. Fast forward to September. So keep in mind the planning process that I talked about. Oh my September, God. September. The guy is upstairs going to bed. And I don't know if he's married or not. It really just talks about the dad. But he hears a noise. So he goes downstairs. And if you can, like, picture, like, an old classic kitchen with a back door and, like, a window that overlooks the sink into the yard. Right, right. He looks through that window and sees his daughters being dragged off at gunpoint. So, oh, my God. Yeah. So, of course, he, like runs out there. The daughter has like a gun to her head. She's being covered. Later she came out to say like he told me if I screamed he would kill everyone. Um or sorry, knife point. It was a knife point. Same oh ski God. mask. He knew this was the same guy. So he just darted at them. The guy took two shots and killed them. So I mean um two stems. Joseph. Joseph <gasps> D'Angelo took two shots and killed them. Oh my God. So in doing this, it kind of throws him off from taking the daughter. So she's like kicking and screaming. He kicks her to like, just kicks the shit out of her. And then before taking off. So she did survive. Um, so, it, and her name was Beth. <laughs> just keeping in mind, her name was Beth. Um, fun facts about this. The gun so he did drop a gun on his mm -hmm. way out. Mm -hmm. That gun was reported stolen from a neighbor 10 days before this happened. So he broke into a neighbor's house. Again, that's one of that weird numbers of oh just victims. God. He broke into this neighbor's house, stole the gun. Just again, it's part of that effing planning process that is brilliant and terrifying. Yeah, brilliant and terrifying for Scorpios. Like they are clearly Hello. planners. Yes. Unreal. Okay. So um, Beth, the daughter, eventually had to go through hypnosis treatment just to uncover the, the recollection of what happened. Poor thing. So she was a 16-year-old high school cheerleader and just, just absolutely terrible. I, I can't imagine. I can't With either. any of these. Like, some of these mothers, like, this is another thing. When he would break into these houses and yeah. rape these, these mothers, right? oftentimes he would, like, tie the kids to their beds 
or lock them in closets yeah. while he did it. Oh my God. So, um, another thing to mention, this is, I'll switch back up here because now we're basically transitioning straight into murder and the rape right. aspect of things. Right. So something that made him super unique was he took his time at each house. It wasn't a get in, get out. No. He would sometimes spend hours oh my God. in these homes, which had people in them. So, you know, yeah. repeatedly abusing these women. I mean, just awful. Just absolutely awful. So, or spending hours in a home planning all of this out when no one's home, just getting their house set up for them to be right. abused and murdered. And he was married. Like, he was married at this time. So what the hell did his wife think? So that is another thing that she will not say. Like, she, nobody knows. She told authorities all she had to say was, at least up until now, the research that we have, because, again, this is all coming out as of, like, two years ago last year. Right. Um, she said that he, she just believed his lies when he said he was away from home. So I'm guessing business trip yeah or he was working late or because he was something a police happened. officer yeah so it's like you know you're working at night wow so again it's one of those things that's tough because knowing what we know now it's easy to say yeah how did you not know but everyone says this about him not just the mm. wife everyone says this wow so that so he killed this guy um, this was what I say, September of 75. Yep. So moving right along into October, very next month, he moves quickly. He, um, broke in. He, let's see. Um, oh, so this leads into an, like the killing is just, so we've already had one death. Right. Moving into October, this family had reported that um, their home had been burglarized. So this was, again, another one of those victim cases where right. no one was home, but he, it was just a weird thing. Um, or maybe it wasn't him. They, they again, right. he hasn't been charged on all of these. Of but course. There was the an, motive. Yes. There was an office, officer by the name of McGowan who was on this guy's trail for two freaking years oh my so god basically almost from the time he started um he was following these burglary cases right and the family had found the footprints outside again outside the daughter's room so mm -hmm. they called the cops the cops yeah. were sure that he would be back they're like this guy yeah comes back right so um the cop had like a stakeout either he was in the garage or they were like monitoring the garage but mm -hmm. either way um d'angelo ends up in the garage and the cop shoots a uh warning shot <laughs> what's that called when you just shoot at nothing <laughs> um, he shoots a warning shot and it scares d'angelo oh so God. he in the article it said he shrieked which i just is yeah. a hilarious picture to me. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, oh, don't shoot. <laughs> so he shrieks. And at the same time, he takes off his ski mask to reveal who he is and starts 
begging for the cop not to kill him. But this all happened so quickly that while he did that, he pulls out a revolver that he had hidden in his pocket and shoots at the cop's face and barely freaking misses him. So the cop lives. That's the good part of the story. The bad part is, is this was a very chaotic, fast-paced situation, which D'Angelo does not seem to be used to. So I can imagine it was scary for the cop. You know what I mean? Right. Like, to see someone in a manic state who's not used to being manic. Right. Um, So while this chaos was happening, D'Angelo gets away. Okay. So hang on a second. D'Angelo is a cop. This other cop sees him. Yes. He saw him take yes. his mask off. Yes. So different, like different area of California. But still, like yes. they have but sketch still. artists. Like. Yep. So this would have been, I'm guessing, uh, except for maybe an occasional break-in. Mm-hmm. Um, this would have been one of the first times that someone had a clear close-up picture of him of who he was so what's crazy is if you look at the (laughs) i know this gets much worse so if you look at the sketches from when he was a a, known as the vasilia ransacker versus when he was known as the east area rapist they are different of course they are so i don't know if it's just because he's aging or getting worn down or well, and I feel like, I mean, is. imagine being that cop, like getting shot at, like yeah, all you're thinking about is you want to live. Yeah. Like you're not thinking about getting this guy. No. You're not thinking about saving the family. You are just thinking about getting home to your family. Right. And so well, and can you imagine the like, shock, yeah. the shock of like, we, I'm looking, I'm face to face with the guy. Right. The guy. So, of course, like a sketch artist is going to get things wrong because right. the police officer is going to say things wrong. Yep. Wow. Yep. So that sort of um, wraps up things for the first two years of his spree. So now we we move into the East Area Rapist. Yep. Um, oh, God. Okay. Change of things. Yes. So... And we'll kind of get into territory and why yeah. it, I think I it was, I was so fascinated and so frustrated by why wasn't he caught, yeah. but we'll get into that. I'm sure we will. So <laughs> he moved to Sacramento and this is where things were full on rape and murder, um, or at least full on rape. The murders weren't at, obviously he had 13 murders as opposed to at least 50 rapes. So rape was more his thing. Right. But, um, so he, let's see, he had a new MO. This is where the MO changed. And so, that's not like typical. If you think of a lot of serial killers and serial rapists, mm-hmm. like normally they keep the same MO. So yes. this guy, that's just kind yeah. of weird. So that does tell you again that he was a cop. And that yeah. he was like he a chameleon. They blame that completely on media coverage. They're yeah. like, he knew. Yeah. And he still <clears throat> had to satisfy his urge. Yeah. So he changed his MO. Somehow. He had to. He had to. So unfortunately, he changed his MO to couples. 
homes. Well, not unfortunately, because kids are also unfortunate, but it was still the single story home, middle-aged, middle-class families. Right. He went directly for couples. Okay. So again, the whole thing near Creek schools, whatever. Um, He always, almost always got away with simply fleeing. They thought he was shot once by someone who was young and trying to pursue him. And he, at this point, has been spotted several times. So police sketches are going out like crazy. They are slightly changing a bit. Mm-hmm. But at this point, they're like, okay, we've got a, a serial rapist murderer. Right. We know that for sure. Right. The feeling he is somehow involved in the police force. Right. So now what he does is he gets involved in, uh, and he has strangled people. Mm-hmm. Drink. <laughs> But now he's getting into binding, and he uses a special knot called the diamond knot, which is, I guess, an advanced knot. I I know nothing about knots. Yeah, I know nothing. Google it. Right. But that makes people think maybe he's not necessarily a police officer. Maybe he is somehow involved in the military. Right. Wow. Um, Whoever learns how to tie knots again. Right. Not an expert here. No. So again, it's kind of like widening their options. They're not narrowing. Right. Right. Now, MOs are changing. His tactics are changing. So it's just getting messy, at least for, and now that he's moved locations, Mm -hmm. now we're getting into territory issues with law enforcement, FBI, and things like that. So we all have watched the movies and we know that they don't like. Like different that. jurisdictions taking yes, care of different yep. that word wow so most people who report d'angelo are like i've seen him or talked to him before the burglary so kind of like already what we talked about the whole scouting out thing right so he what <laughs> i'm just gonna read my notes verbatim what i wrote here he <laughs> it kind of goes back to what i already said but he would also, uh, along with raiding um, or unlocking doors, windows, mm-hmm. and things prior. Yeah, he would unload weapons in the home, so they could still reach for their gun. He didn't take the gun; they could like reach for it, but it would be unloaded, be empty. which I think is sick. That's just yeah. the game, right? Right. Um, it's like oh giving them false God. hope. He would again hide the ligatures, things to strangle them with. Yeah. Telephone vic- he would telephone the victims to learn their goddamn schedule and when they'd be home, holy shit, no, months in advance. <laughs> so that was <laughs> clearly I was getting worked up. Clearly. So <laughs> tell us how you really feel. <laughs> now here's this. We all remember Bonnie, right? Yep, we remember Bonnie. One of the victims while she was being attacked. Mm-hmm. Heard him mumble to himself, I hate you, Bonnie. I hate <gasps> you. I hate you. I hate you. So that's why Bonnie Comes became back. known as the girl that rejected him. So they think not only did this stem from obviously his childhood, but from but his, first... his constant yeah. rejection. Wow. So really, really sad. Um, he again spends hours ransacking homes, and then we come to the murder of Brian and Katie. And it's, I think it's Maggior, is how you say it, or mm-hmm. Mish, 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 
we'll leave it at that. <laughs> so this was 1978. We are five years in. So this is like his new thing. There were lots of cases like this. You mm -hmm. can actually, if you are interested, you can actually go onto YouTube and hear the men talk about their side of these stories. Oh, so remember the whole plates thing where he right. pop up plates. So right. now his new thing is to go in the home, mm -hmm. make the woman tie up the man. Mm -hmm. And then once he's, or maybe it was the other way around. Hold on. Maybe it was make sure. Oh, I'm getting ahead of myself. So Brian and Katie, um, they were actually just walking their dog when they were okay. attacked. Uh, they tried to run. They were shot to death. Um, the police suspected East Area Rapist because he left behind a shoelace, which was his most popular item used to strangle people. So Drink. Drink. He later... Oh, he later pled guilty to that case. So... Now, before we get into the couples thing, wow. we move into the original Night Stalker. So we've already moved through what, like four serial killer names? It's crazy. So the original Night Stalker, uh, this is where he's now in so, Southern. So he had so many different name changes, including, oh, like including and you want to know what's crazy, the Night Stalker. They charged Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker, with yeah. the murders that they think Joseph James D'Angelo did. Yeah. Which is well, they should un... both be castrated. So. Well, they they both should, but <laughs> it's just but, crazy, crazy. No, it is. And so, for people who don't know, Richard Ramirez was first known as the Night Stalker, but now going back on these cases. Yep. Um, this guy, they were also calling him the Night Stalker, but this guy's the yep. OG goat. And so yep, kind he's of. the original Night Stalker. He is. So the, this is like his final run. Yep. So 79 to 86, he had seven total attacks. So we go from like 12 a day to seven, to seven in a little under a decade. Wow. So... This is where the murder is like almost always a guarantee. Right. Um, and he actually stopped in 81. So to be fair, six of these attacks were in three years. Mm -hmm. And he had one loan off attack in 86. So, yeah. Um, it's suspected that like when his wife would have kids, he would take her break. Okay. Wow. Thoughtful dad of the year. Right. <laughs> like, oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank God you're here to change a dirty diaper. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, um, he was not linked to any of these crimes until okay. later on, like 2018. So, really, all of these are bad, but this original Night Stalker spout is one of the worst. Oh, God. Um, okay. I detailed all of these cases, but I'm basically just, they were all pretty similar. Right. Where... They would, they found the shoe prints. Um, he would do the same routes that he always has. Right. You know, hop, fence, 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 hop on a bike, abandon the bike, fence, 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 park, right. school, whatever. Right. Um, shoelaces, 
the making the house look like it was burglarized and shit like mm. that. But where, again, where the MO really changed was focusing on couples. <clears throat> and then his pattern was always the same. And this is what I was getting into earlier and messed that up. He would make one of the people tie the other up. So I'm pretty sure that he would make the girl tie the guy up. Yeah, so the guy what, would have to watch yeah, while that's he what I remember. the girl up. Yep. He would tie these victims up so tightly that their wrists, their wrists or ankles would remain black for days. So basically permanently cutting off circulation. Wow. And then and on and some of these people lived. So he didn't always kill people, which was right. again like crazy. Right. But he would make he would take the man into the other room and stack cups and plates and dishes on his back. And he's like, I'm gonna go into the other room and rape her. If I even hear a plate clink, you're both dead. <laughs> so his whole tactic of like fear setting up the house. Yeah, and fear led into this. Yeah. And just how smart that is. Like, right. I mean, I guess he could have just left the man in the room, but it's like, no, instead I'm just going to make you wait. Right. And so then a lot of times what he would do is leave the woman alive uh -huh. and then just secretly exit the house. So the victims are like, we didn't even know if he was gone. Right. So sometimes so like, the, yeah, it's, it's all well, freaking game. Taking this back to like being a Scorpio. Like they are secretive, right? Yeah. Like if you think about a scorpion, like you don't know when they are approaching to attack. Yep. And this yep. was him to a T. Yeah. Him to a T. Yeah. Sorry, Scorpio. So, Sorry, mom and Michaela, but um, y'all are fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um. So way before any, so backing up to when he first started, he did have one other name and it was like the cat burglar or something where his neighbor's animals would go missing. Um, that was a, one of his like small names. Okay. But the commonality with those animals is they were beaten with wooden logs. He later does that to his human victims. So that oh is definitely God. an original night stalker. MO that yeah. started in the beginning. Yeah. So a lot of times these people were bludgeoned to death, the people oh that he actually my God. murdered. And it was almost always with a wooden log. And he started with animals. Started that with animals. So um and usually if he killed people, yeah. Obviously we can't prove this, but it says a lot of times if there was no proof that someone was tied up, you could always tell because again he did it so extreme. Yeah that it was thought that those were the people that tried their hardest to fight back. And so wow. they just killed them. Wow. So it was almost like if you didn't fight and you just let it happen, when, which is awful. Right. But it seems like, you know, the people who fought back, those were the people that um, ended up dead. That would be me. So That would be me. I would be yeah. the fighter. You'd be the one so, like... There, oh. we talked about this on our live, our tactics. We did. There, his we did. youngest victim was yeah. 13 years old. And she wow. said that her, she was actually researching these crimes while mm -hmm. they were happening, which is just wow. 
baffling. So she's like, I knew, I knew everything about this guy. I knew what he liked and didn't like. And so I knew if I ever saw him, what I would do. And she did what I said. She was like, I just told him that I liked it, that I was glad he was there, (gasps) that I knew everything about him. And she lived. And she she lived. So crazy that like the coincidence that is just insane I so can't even imagine people, this kind of wraps yeah. it up a little bit the people who survived mm-hmm. he would prank call until he was finally caught so decades so he ended this basically in 81 but technically 86 so yeah. from 86 to 2019 prank calling your victims Mm. to make sure you're reminded of what happened to you and that he knows where you are. So he was definitely dedicated. That is terrifying. That's awful. So that kind of concludes all of his things. You can really break it down to almost every case, especially the night stalker days. Yeah. But all of this to say, and I've, said it multiple times, but that does not mean that people weren't on his trail and that these were just neglected, but they blame this on issues with jurisdiction, first Mm. and foremost, and communication problems, which is inexcusable. Absolutely. That should not in any way be a Mm -mm. problem when we're talking about the lives of people, especially something this extreme, like this is insane. They should be working together, working together. Yep. But also they, and this is kind of debated, but they're like, we wouldn't have been able to find him even with the technology of the time. So he was caught. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, have you ever heard of Paul Holes? No. He is a cold case investigator. I'm obsessed with him. He's a daddy. So <laughs> love him. Him and this guy, Steve Kramer. Steve Kramer is an FBI lawyer. Okay. They they kind of work they work on cold cases. That's yeah. what they do. And so okay. in let's see, what year would this have been? Um twenty somewhere around twenty, I wanna say or two thousand one, I think is when it first came out that we've got like this DNA evidence, we can start doing this. Yeah. They started looking into it, piecing together the puzzles. Years later, when Paul Holes gets a hold of it, he's like, We've got a get creative with this and we've got to use DNA to our advantage. Luckily they saved things like rape kits, which is not very common. No, they saved those things and using the DNA to match that and websites like (laughs) ancestry.com. That is why I will never do that. Even I'm not a serial killer, but I'm just saying this is why I will not do it because I don't want to know who in my family could be like wanted for murder. They traced back as far as his great, great grandfather. And even that DNA, his DNA every single time came up 100% match. Wow. So they had several suspects at this point. One guy was in prison for two years for a couple of these murders. Everything got dropped. Everything got dropped. He was immediately brought in. Poor guy. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and honestly, the ancestry thing was widely controversial, which yeah. I get it. 
For sure. I get it that it's like, that's your private, but it helps things like this. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's just insane. So, um, he was charged with eight counts of first degree murder. And then later four account, four accounts of first degree murder. Um, they obtained, this was also really controversial. So they got his DNA, not just from the rape kits, which is totally fine, but they did take a tissue from his garbage can, which apparently you're not supposed to do. (laughs) God forbid you take the damn tissue. (laughs) Heaven forbid we catch the Golden State Killer. What the tissue? This would be my argument. I see what they're getting at because they're like, well, then you can target anyone. Anyone can be framed. But it's like, no, but it it was a DNA match. But they had a reason to like probable cause. There was, there was probable cause. So it should be justified in a court of law. Okay. So, um, and also from his personal car. So I don't know if they like swapped the handle or what they did. Right. So, um, at 72 years old, um, he, before this had retired, yep. he was working in a grocery store warehouse, just living his yippity new fucking life. Yep. Um, still married, but separated from his wife. Okay. He was living with one of his daughters who had a kid. Grandpa um, of the year. <laughs> yeah, great grandpa. And uh, when he was taken in, he gave a confession saying Jerry made him do it. He can't control Jerry. His exact quote was, I didn't have the strength to push him out. He made me. He went with me. It was like in my head, I mean, he's part of me. I didn't want to do those things. I pushed Jerry out and had a happy life. I did all those things. I destroyed all their lives. So now I've got to pay the price. So backing up, when his dad was a sergeant in the military and they okay. lived in Germany. Yeah. They would call the German soldiers Jerry's. Why? Allegedly. So that was kind of like their nickname. Yeah. Um, so they think that stems again all the way back from childhood. From childhood. whenever he was a kid. That's so, like a learned behavior that yep. he had learned. He could not be charged with any of the thefts or rape accounts because of the statute of limitations. Yep. In California, it's like what, seven years or something? Statute of limitations. Yeah. Something stupid. Yeah. Um, but it ended with 13 counts of murder and 13 counts of kidnapping, multiple consecutive life sentences without the possibility of parole. They were going to seek, (laughs) seek the death penalty, which he did not want. He was not okay with that. Oh, God which I'm forbid. Like, at that point, wouldn't you just want to die? Yeah, no kidding. Instead of the publicity. What the heck? It's not like they're going to make you endure what you put other people through. So why not just inject it and get it over with? Right. So this whole court case um, happening was going to cost taxpayers something around $20 million for like 10 years. I mean, it was just something stupid. Wow. Um, cameras were going to be allowed in the court. Uh, they would seek the death penalty, but, um, he agreed to plead guilty if the death penalty would taken off. He was denied that, but in order to avoid the death penalty, he did take a plea bargain and pled guilty to everything. So I'm like, okay, what was the point in that? I don't know. Yeah. I'm just not smart enough to know. Um, well, I mean, 
But the problem is, is if you are on like death row and if you take the death penalty, a lot of the times, you know, those prisoners, they live a good life, like in prison, you know, like they know that they're dying, you know, they, they're, there's not any fights. They don't have to worry about, you know, any craziness in the prisons. And so a lot of the times. I know. And a lot of the times they want the death penalty. So I'm like, just fucking kill me. Yeah. So anyways, um, here was his very eloquent, super long. It's going to take me five hours to read apology. I've listened to your statements, each one of them. And I'm truly sorry to everyone I have hurt. Thank you. Your honor. Period. That's it. (laughs) That's it. Um, he also showed up to the hmm. courtrooms in a wheelchair, fragile, can't stand up on his own, had to have assistance. But they actually uh, had surveillance cameras in his yeah. cell, cell where he's climbing, walking, bed, yep, yeah, walking. He even climbs up on something to like clean the light. Yep, so, I remember like seeing that on the news. Yeah. or something. All just, just a petty job. Unreal. He, uh, as of this year, he is in the, the California State Prison. Um, I'm not going to try to say it. California State Prison. Um, so fan, this kind of just ends everything. The family yeah. reaction. We already talked about the wife and everything yeah. that happened. I personally, other than obviously his family being affected, think this is the saddest part is that Judy had something to say. So we remember Judy. Childhood, childhood Judy. Okay. So she came back and said, like, despite how he was raised and being quiet, that she didn't suspect any of this. Mm. And when she was a young girl, she caught a man peeping into her window that she now is sure was D'Angelo. So even back then, he was not Mr. Loyal. No. Family guy that we thought. No, he was. He started at at a young age. I mean, he started. It's almost like he chose them as a practice round. That's what I kept thinking. It's like, yeah, Judy was his practice round. Yeah, and then whenever he got into the military, and then whenever whenever he became a police officer, he knew what he could get away with. Yep. So his nephews have the same report: seeing a masked man in their window when they were young. Didn't think anything of it. Did it Um, to family. Yeah, family. And other than, like, a, a couple of occasions of people being quiet, mm-hmm. they still never suspected him. They called him a great uncle. He was a great grandpa. His daughter wow. was like, I trusted him with my kids. Um, I mean, he obviously lived with them. The daughters claim he was the best father figure. So they're like, we yeah. had no complaints. Wow. He was a great dad. He was a police turned mechanic, turned factory, old man retirement worker. Right. And if you look at pictures of him, I mean, he just looks like a basic grandpa. Right. He doesn't look scary. He doesn't look like a crackhead. Right. So So, sad. That is the story of Joseph James D'Angelo. The multi-hats that he wore, but is now known as the Golden State Killer. Wow. Crazy. Crazy, I can't even imagine. Like, can you imagine if your grandpa was... A serial killer? Yeah. Like, yeah. unreal. Well, one last hurrah. Strangled. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, when we started this, 
and we were going to do the whole astrology link. I was like, you know, it's easy with astrology or zodiac signs to like link what you want to link. Yeah. But not only did his good qualities match up, but his bad quality, like his good qualities, like cherishing personal relationships. People who knew him personally loved him. Right. He provided for his family other than his wife. Like, obviously they didn't have a good relationship, but from what she said, and this could be completely wrong because she's not talking. Right. But he wasn't raping and abusing her. Yeah. I mean, he clearly like cared about her and he loved her. I mean, she said he was an asshole. Right. And he was manipulative and just a shitty guy, but. Right. But he clearly didn't try to kill her or rape her or any of that shit. So. Exactly. Wow. So pretty crazy. And he's still alive and kicking. He's not going to receive the death penalty. But he will die in prison. He will. I hope he gets effed in the B real hard. (laughs) He probably will, but who knows? I mean. Yeah. God. That's it. Crazy. That is it. So now we need to cleanse our minds. We need to go watch a Disney movie. Yes. Finish our wine. Watch Frozen. <laughs> yes. Let it go. Or Hocus Pocus. Mm. It's that time of the year. It is. It is. So. I know. All right, guys. Well, follow us on our social media. Something Sinister on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, SomethingSinisterPodcast.com links yep. to all of our pages. Patreon, yes. social medias, everything. Yes. So. Follow, like, subscribe, all of it. All of it. We love you so much. Yes, it helps us, and we love you so much. Thank Thank you. you.